I think these readings really are um, demonstrate the heart, the heart of God. That's kind of like where, what I caught this morning, what, what God wants us to understand. Um, the Jews themselves in the desert, so, so hungry, and I think they themselves just simply did not have a very good relationship, obviously, with God. The Jews were still weaning off of Egypt, all these attachments, all their securities, garlic, cucumbers, leeks. I've never had those before, but I've had the garlic and the cucumbers, but uh, I wonder what those were like. But anyway, and they didn't have the capacity, it seems like, to actually ask God for help. God was some distant thing out there. Despite the miracles that had been working, despite the cloud, they, they just, you know, we, we don't have any meat. Does God have a heart? Does God know our plight? Does God know my plight today? We often can feel that. Does he understand me? Do you understand that my friend or my relative or someone close to me is sick, has cancer. Does he understand that? And so we move to the gospel and God also understands it from the very beginning, from creation itself. But in the gospel, we can actually touch and see and hear God lament through his suffering. There's a, it was such a long word, and I don't know Greek very well, but I can more or less read the words when they have a, tr a translation. But there was one word to, in Greek to translate, he was moved with pity. It's one word, and it's one word which is, means a gut-wrenching, twisting experience. Ugh! When he saw the crowd hungry, he's like, oh, I gotta do something. You give them something to eat. I'm gonna work this miracle. Which is, as well, going forward on the Eucharist. And then finally, today, our feast. It's optional, it's an optional memorial. And Pope Sixtus. I'm sure you thought about him this morning, Pope Sixtus, and, uh, you know, a martyr under Valerian II, Emperor Valerian II. Why is he important? Well, because there was a time in the early church um, under the Roman Empire that they had a deal. You put a little incense in here, sign a document, you know, incense to the gods, sign a document, you're okay, you won't be killed. And then if not, you're going to be killed and ruthlessly killed. So what do you want? And so you get those pragmatic people, which we're all pragmatic. Eh, I'll just sign it and just, eh, just kind of. And then what happened, though, with the, with the, those were called the lapses. So when they signed it, they were completely ostracized in the church. And so you had this movement in the church that said they are condemned to hell. There is no repentance for these people, these cowards, these weaklings. But the church, in, in this, uh, there, was a, there was a council, the Council of Carthage, 
They said no. They can be forgiven if they ask. God's mercy endures forever. And then Pope Sixtus, and this was important because there were many bishops and priests that put the little incense in, signed the document, and continued to baptize. And so the question was, was that baptism invalid? And Pope Sixtus said, no, it's valid. It's Christ who baptized. And therefore, as well, under, trying to understand the heart of God, his infinite forgiveness, and all we need to do is ask for it.